Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jesse Belvin, and you're listening to another episode of Free from 9 to 5. Uh, this is going to be an episode where we got Kyle Finley back on an Instagram Live to talk about the craziness with Robinhood, uh, stocks in general, crypto, cards, you name it. Uh, this was actually done about, ooh, I want to say a week and a half ago. We are just now uploading it into a podcast format. It was a fantastic episode. And right before the start of what looks like a massive bull run for cryptocurrency altcoins. So uh, definitely enjoy the episode. But first, I want to talk about our good friends from Kartra. Hey, what's going on, you guys? I want to talk to you about Kartra. Uh, Kartra is not a sponsor of this podcast, but I am an affiliate with Kartra and highly recommend it to anybody uh, who is in the internet online marketing game. Uh, it, it is basically a one-stop shop, everything under one roof, uh, email marketing, funnels, membership sites. Uh, you can create an affiliate program with it. Uh, it pretty much does it all, and it is fantastic. Uh, the best part about it is simple. I've, I've tried the other guys. I've tried a lot of different companies out there, and uh, it is very simple, and I highly recommend it. So definitely test drive it. You can, you can, you can uh, get your hands on it for $1, 14-day trial, and uh, I, I promise you, you will not regret it, uh, assuming you go through the videos and follow their step-by-step -step guide. So definitely check it out. If you need the affiliate link for it, uh, feel free to email me at jesse at belvinmedia.com, and I will give you my direct affiliate link so you can try it, $1, 14-day trial, and uh, I promise you will not regret it. All right, Kartra. Next, I would like to talk about, oh man, Digital Diamond Hunter. Hey, what's going on, you cryptocurrency fanatics? I wanted to talk about Digital Diamond Hunter really quickly. If you've ever been wondering how to find the next cryptocurrency that goes 10x, 20x, or hey, even 100x, look no further. Digital Diamond Hunter has weekly hidden diamond reports that will help put you ahead of the game. I have to be honest, I was one of those people that got involved in cryptocurrency uh, when everybody else did, made a bunch of money, lost a bunch of money, and then decided, I'm, I'm pretty much done, I'm pretty much good. It wasn't until a good friend of mine put me on to Digital Diamond Hunter and uh, I was able to get the weekly hidden diamond reports that it really did help me like get going. I mean, it's crazy what it's been able to do so far. I have a feeling we're, we're in for some real craziness in the cryptocurrency space, uh, possibly another bull run here coming shortly, and you don't wanna miss out. I recommend nobody else other than Digital Diamond Hunter. They have different payment methods, including being able to pay for your membership in cryptocurrency, and uh, I, I highly recommend checking them out. If you do, tell them Jesse Belvin sent you, and uh, yeah, enjoy. I think it's safe to say that I absolutely love Digital Diamond Hunter, and last but certainly not least, let's talk about our good friends, our good friends internationally, global, uh, you name it, and magic. Hey, get this. People everywhere are discovering the life-changing power of Kangen water. Water is the most important substance in the world, but not all water is created equal. According to National Geographic, bottled water is a drain on the environment. The U.S. public goes through 50 billion water bottles a year, and the majority isn't even recycled. Now, get, get this. Tap water isn't, isn't really the answer either. 1.8 billion people utilize drinking water that's contaminated with fecal matter. Gross. 
Now, common water, on the other hand, is an antioxidant-rich, healthy water for revitalizing cells and a healthy alternative to regular tap and bottled water. The Enagic Kangen machines filter out chlorine and other impurities from tap water, then separates the hydrogen and oxygen with a process known as electrolysis. According to studies, those who drink hydrogen-rich water show a substantial increase in their antioxidant enzymes and a massive decrease in the acid in their urine. On top of that, there's been evidence of increased good cholesterol and decreasing of the bad cholesterol. Yeah, there's a big difference. So if you're big on health, and I know I am, make sure you visit Enagic.com and get yourself hydrated correctly today. Just make sure when checking out, you use the referral number 730-9993 and put my name, Jesse Belvin. I've been an affiliate with Enagic for a long time and absolutely love what the company is about. So remember, change your water and change your life. All right. And I got to say, guys, I absolutely love Enagic. I just, the water is just so damn good. It's so damn good. And uh, like I said, a little pricey, but guess what? It's worth it. Uh, it's, there's nothing more important in this world than water, especially to the human body. So uh, I would say air and water, right? <laughs> 1A, 1B. So anyways, guys, with that, we're going to turn it over uh, to the uh, the podcast that was recorded, like I said, about a week and a half ago with Kyle. Started off on Instagram Live. Uh, we're getting it repurposed and it'll end up being on YouTube as well. So um, with that, DJ, drop that beat. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what up? Looking fresh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Get this fighting all figured out, all right? <laughs> Guys, we have an exciting episode today. Um, before we get going, I just want to promote real quick the next episode. Uh, I don't usually have multiple ones lined up, but we do right now. We've got um, Julian Doan coming on Tuesday, Tuesday episode. As you know, we start Instagram Live. We move it over to the podcast and then finish it on YouTube. If you guys have seen my repurpose trainings, that's, that's what it is. Um, we absolutely love that format. It's done really well uh, for multiple brands. And uh, today, obviously, uh, well, Julian, just so you guys know, is a uh, major network marketer, uh, mindset coach. He has these seminars that have been absolutely crazy internationally uh, known and I'm very excited. And he's an MMA enthusiast, which uh, I am as well. So I love getting him on here. And uh, was one of my original mentors in business and just just a freaking awesome guy. I'm very excited about that. Um, but I don't want to take away from what we've currently got right now. Uh, my best friend, KP, Kyle Finley out in Vancouver, Washington. Uh, he is my go-to for crypto. And, uh, yeah, occasionally now some uh, some sports cards questions. This guy is, <laughs> is kind of doing it all right now. But we aren't even going to really talk. Uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, – sports cards near the end but there's a lot that i do want to talk about because if you've been um looking in the news and watching the news you've been seeing absolute madness right now in uh, the regular stock uh niche industry whatever you want to call it uh there's it, it probably one of the craziest things i've ever seen ever um and we'll get to that in just a second make sure to hit subscribe if you're listening to this on the podcast uh itunes amazon music soundcloud 
uh, you name it. Um, also, leave a um, leave a what do you call it? Uh, leave a five star review. And if you do, I'm just gonna say it now. We haven't actually promoted this. If you leave a five star review on my iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, if you leave a, a five star review and actually say something nice, screenshot it, send it to me, and I will email you a five dollar gift card from Starbucks. Uh, because that's what we're doing. We're, we need to get to 100. There's special things happen to your podcast when you get past 100. And uh, so we, that's what we want to do. So if you if you got time, if you've listened to the podcast, you like what you hear, definitely do that for us. It means the world. And then, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I want to first obviously talk about what's been going on with uh, Robin Hood, uh, with what's been going on with um, uh, shoot, GameStop, <laughs> like GameStop, the, the the company that screws you when you try to sell back your video games. Right. You know they give you like 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 a ten cents on the dollar. I mean it's absolute robbery, and uh, just a, just some random craziness has gone down. And Kyle is not necessarily, uh, you know he's he's pretty anti right. Kyle, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you're pretty anti the stock market, right? Your traditional stock market. Yeah, I I generally don't, you know, back in the day, I thought it was interesting. But, you know, just how the things have played out over the last three years, I just I have absolutely zero interest. <laughs> in it. and, it's although although it's been fun to watch. Oh, you know? uh, it's, you're like the you're like the dog. Well, actually, it's not really you. I would say more like Robin Hood's the dog with the fire all around it. But uh, you're you're that you're that you're that little girl meme that's like the house is on fire and she's all smiling all sinister. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it it is it, it is probably the craziest shit I've ever heard. And I'm gonna explain some of the things that I've kind of researched on it and why I think it's it's absolutely a long time coming. Um, I think that you know I'm I'm pro capitalism, so I'm not gonna talk about the you know why shorting companies is is uh, you know, negative or whatever. I'm not even going to say that. What I'm going to say is I don't feel bad for hedge funds playing stupid games and getting stupid, stupid prizes because <laughs> if, if you're going to announce or team up and go try to short a company or, you know, hurt a company and, and try to get your own, you know, try to try to make it like a beneficial to yourself and you don't care who is in your way, what companies, what livelihoods are in your way, uh, then you deserve everything that comes your way when virgin <laughs> nerds team up on Reddit and try to take your ass down. So what some things that we know not to go after, right? Video games, Star Wars, movie theaters, uh, you know, fucking and, anything. <laughs> and Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, exactly. It, it, that is actually crazy. So we are seeing a couple spikes in the crypto so it's space. So it's not actually just stocks that these guys are pumping right now. Um, but essentially, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong. So we have we have a hedge fund. I think starting out, it was one hedge fund, right? That was essentially going to go target GameStop, right? Mm -hmm. They were going to short them. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, I'm not I'm not going to claim on some like a uh, stock market guru. But essentially, no. when you short a company, it's not good for the company. It's good for, you know, if you're right, and you're correct, right? Then, right. then it's good for you. But if, if the company itself, that's getting shorted. It's it's not it's not really the best thing for the company. And so, some guys you can, you can run. They can technically run the company into the ground. Right, right. So it's kind of like how I understand shorting. What I what I well, how I understand shorting is kind of like uh, is uh, is just like so like you're you have all this money and then you're like you know what 
piece out and then you you, you sell it all all at once and it so, essentially can tank a company correct i'll break it down real quick for you it's essentially they're basically borrowing a stock right they're borrowing a stock they're saying hey stocks worth this much let us borrow this from you and then after x amount of time when that time is expired depending on what kind of trade they've placed they have to return that stock so what's happening is you got all these big hedge funds shorting more stocks in this company than actually exist which is what started this whole thing because this this group on reddit which is full of a bunch of really smart people who obviously wall street didn't think were smart noticed that they were over like grossly overshorting this thing and then the fact that the rules allow them to short more shares than are actually in existence is 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 wrong and these guys on reddit said watch this fuck you guys let's take advantage and show them that this is bullshit, that A, they're even allowed to do this, and B, let's show them that we actually have power to shut this shit down. And then that's why you see all, all these, you know, big media companies and Robinhood trying to save their ass, saying that, you know, it, it, it's not because they're making all this money, they're doing it to protect, you know, they blame it on reasons like liquidity, you know, all, all these different bullshit reasons they're all coming out to say, when it, when, the the amazing part though is that you see all these other big names in finance that are essentially backing us retail traders as far as what they did in that in that reddit forum saying if anything it took more guts for them to pull that off but the fact that they're trying to spin it in a completely different manner what it's like you know wall street and hedge funds they have all these backdoor meetings all the time about what they're going to do and us the the little click open forum in in play site and actually is successful doing it now all of a sudden it's bad now we need to protect us no it's bullshit it's all it's it's all just bullshit but at the end of the day if if the rules were not how they are and were not manipulated by those big players like they are this would have never happened in general so right right it's all it's all very very interesting right you know it's funny you said that because like um I was I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast and he said it's so funny because these guys the hedge funds right the the big the big investors the big guys the big kahunas they all secretly meet for dinners private get-togethers and they team up and they talk about who they're going after and what companies they're going to short or what you know what's the strategy what's the big play and it's so funny because it's something that they never you know it's kind of it's kind of a bigger theme right it's still just mm-hmm. the elite looking down on everyone else and right. when when everyone else rises up and i don't want to get political but when everyone else rises up a lot of change can happen a lot of a lot of movement can happen you see it politically you're now seeing it financially it they and then and then then you've got robin hood and so one of the things that i wanted to touch on in robin hood um, an article i was i was researching looking at is that there's a there's an a, there's a theory not a theory it, it might even be fact but that robin hood is not actually what it says it is it's it's profit actually comes from selling the data yeah. right 100% selling the data um and so that's why they're they they pull the plug right away because they can't afford 
to have their their funders, the real funders, their true them. clients, right? Their true clients. They can't piss them off. And, yeah. Um, so full full transparency. My wife and I uh, love crypto. We, we had you know thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in Robinhood. Uh, we we pulled it. We pulled it right away because some of the things that I'm seeing, it's it's not looking good for Robinhood. I'll just say that because one of the things that's really bad. Dave Portnoy at Barstool Sports brought this up. He said. Um, you know, the fact that they were saying, you know, we'll, we'll allow limited trading on, um, on the, on, the on GameStop. We'll, we'll allow limited trading going forward after they pulled the plug for 24 hours. Well, what they, what that 24 hour period was, you already know what that was. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was the hedge fund saving their ass. But the, the fact is, why would it all of a sudden now be okay 24 hours later for the little guy to go out there and trade on on these, these companies that apparently were a risk for everybody, you know, 24 hours, uh, you know, previously. And, and it really is just like, dude, this is criminal level. Like, like we, I mean, it, granted we, you know, there's insider trading, there's shit that goes on all the time in that industry, but it is, it is the most public criminal shit. I can, I can, I've seen in forever. I mean, I, I, I literally, you know, I made, I made a meme on this the other day. It's like, or a, yeah, like if you, if you need any more reason to look at cryptocurrency, like look no further. Now is the time. Now, now is the time. I mean, we, we've been talking about this on this podcast for a while. Like it, like, like, you know, we talk about bull runs and you know, all this stuff that's happening. Right. It's like, it, it is, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm fortunate. We didn't lose any money, but I'm not, I'm not going to have my money sitting on a platform that can, I mean, we tried to buy AMC, um, uh, like two days after, like the the GameStop thing happened, we we thought AMC was still legit. We thought AMC was still something we could purchase, and they're like, "Nope, can't do it." And it's like, and then they're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's because we we care about the, uh, you know, how up and down everything is, and we care about the little guy." And it's like, no, 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 the little guy is doing the same thing the big guys have been doing the whole time. It's that right. the little guy is not your actual client, and that's the problem. Right. So. Um, very, very, very unfortunate. Um, now, Kyle, you are, we, we're not giving financial advice here, right? We just are, we're just sharing what, what we've learned, what we hear, what, what do you, they started with, um, you know, you can kind of see the stocks that they're pumping right now, the, the, the Reddit group, right? The middle class. Um, yeah. what, what are you seeing as the next play for, for them? What are you hearing? Uh, they are 100% moving towards silver. Okay. They now, are Physical silver, digital silver. How does that? How does that work? To be honest, it'll be both. Um, mm -hmm. But for the but for the middleman or anybody that's just you know not doesn't normally invest in, in this kind of stuff or just somebody who's you know all the people that have been trying to jump on this wave because we all know there's been so many people that have downloaded Robinhood in the last mm -hmm. you know seventy two hours or whatever just so they could try and get a piece of what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, a, I don't ever recommend that. FOMOing into something is never something you should do. Yeah. Um, but what I see for those people that are like, oh my gosh, I wanted to be a part of that. I, I don't want to miss it. I want to get into that kind of thing. I see physical silver not being the route to go on that, other than mm -hmm. the fact that obviously holding silver in general is a, is a smart hedge against you know the US dollar. Sure. But um, and holding precious metals is obviously always a good thing, you know, whether yeah. it's gold, silver, platinum, et cetera. 
Um, but if it's if your sole purpose is to try and catch part of this huge rise that could be coming, so to speak, um, I would definitely say buying a stock of a silver, whether it's AG, whether it's SLB, um, one of those guys, um, just because it's easier to sell it and and it's it's a little more um i'm not gonna say tangible because obviously physical silver is tangible but if you also if you look at like the bullion sites they're all selling out the physical silver right now i mean they're all set sell, uh, selling out left and right um and and even like the the silver stocks and that that are out there on the market they're all the supply is showing up so um there's there's if you look at Twitter, I believe uh, the silver squeeze is one of the top trends today on Twitter. Um, and, and it's the next one that they're going after because they were all overly shorting it. And so now they're literally just taking aim at everything that corporate America and the big institutions and hedge funds are, are trying to manipulate and take advantage of. And uh, they're like, watch this, we're gonna go fuck you on all of these. <laughs> and, uh, and it's pretty fun to watch, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not really part of any of it. And I'm, I just, you know, I'm not trying to put my money in anything. If I would have read about all this, you know, two weeks ago and saw it coming, that might be a different story. But like I said, I don't ever recommend FOMOing into something as hard as it might be in human nature, but um, I'm I just definitely really FOMO today. <laughs> I, I, I uh, it's just fun to watch the show really. I mean, 2020 and then the first couple of weeks of 2021 have just been just this big show for us all to watch. So I'm just kind of taking it all in and, yeah, you man. know, just trying to give those who have questions the best advice I can, um, you know, so. So, crazy. so yeah, Kyle hits me up and he goes, I'm at, I'm talking to him and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put about $10,000 into crypto. I think it's like Monday. I'm just waiting. Uh, Robin Hood's taking their sweet time on, on letting us transfer our entire account, you know? Um, but 10, yeah, I'm going to put about 10,000 bucks into crypto out of that portion because, um, my wife, she put in like 30 bucks or 50 bucks or something and made like 500 bucks um, on Bitcoin. And she, she was not a crypto believer. We'll just say that. And she was like, Holy fuck. Like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And, um, so anyway, so Kyle was like, oh, yeah, you know, one of the things that they're talking about Pumpernex is silver. And I have physical silver. Our, our, our uh, closet looks great right now. Um, but I was like, well, you know, that, that, that doesn't seem like the easiest thing to dump once it's pumped. Right. So I wow. was like, so I was like, OK, so how's that going to work? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like digital silver. He's like uh, cash, uh, cash app. So I go on there, of course. Uh, FOMO, FOMO the fuck out of that bitch. <laughs> Even though Kyle's like, don't FOMO. I'm like, I FOMO'd, I FOMO'd the hell out of So, so we, we, by the way, I, I just, just so you guys all know, Kyle posted, I don't know who made it. It was the funniest uh, meme, whatever it was. <laughs> and I just want to talk about the state of 2021. It, the, the meme essentially talked about everyone that has uh, you know, ever just made killing off of a day, off of a collapse, off, you know, it named their, had their name, the year and what they did and how much, you know, how much it led to. <laughs> and then it was, then the, then it said in 2021, come retard, 6725, make $30 million. And I, I started laughing so hard, dude. It was, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I, I couldn't help. Normally, I don't share things that have the words come and retard in it. But it was, 
it was, was a it was a certain special situation that called for you know putting those feelings aside for this <laughs> it was, day. It was so <laughs> fun. So, yeah. so, anyways, guys, uh, uh, what is it? Kyle, it'd be SLV, right? If you guys want to check it out, obviously we're yeah, telling you. Yeah, I believe it. it's SLV. Um, I sure hope so because that's what I went and picked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on on a, on Cash App, there's only one uh, that you have access to on Cash App. Okay, but yeah, um, it could so, be SVL. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. I've screwed it up like 15 different times over the last two days but it'll, when it'll people say have been asking it, right? But it's one of the two. It's SVL, SLV, one of the two. But it'll, it'll say silver in it, right? Yeah, it's I, I, sh I share silver trust or something Got like it. that. Okay, good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's the only one you can have access to through, uh, through Cash App. Good, good. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's still around only like 25 bucks. And, but all the, it's funny on all the Reddit posts and the Twitter posts, they're saying we're going to push it from 25 to 1,000. And I was just like, Jesus. On God, if they push it to a thousand, yeah, yeah, my yeah. robot legs are. I mean, a after seeing GameStop go to five hundred, I'm like, it could happen. I mean, Absolutely. silver's silver's a little bit more promising than GameStop. So, <laughs> I, at this point, <laughs> at this point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised. So, so this kind of leads me to the transition here. Um, so, crypto. We get Kyle on here all the time to talk crypto. Um, you know, I'm getting asked more and more right now. Our partners, our friends of the show, uh, Digital Diamond Hunter, uh, I, I tell everybody, hey, I want to get involved in crypto. What should I do? I tell them, guys, Digital Diamond Hunter, go check that out. Go check that. It's a membership. Um, they, you know, obviously don't promise anything, but their picks are freaking lights out and absolutely 100% recommend them. Um, but I definitely think right now, it, 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 even if you don't get involved in something like that, get involved in crypto in general because. All right, sorry about that. Um, this mm -hmm. is going to be one of those moments that, like, you know, we we talk about. It's like you're you're. This is. I don't believe we're going to be seeing like that 2018 or what was it 2018 spike where it just like crashes because I feel like you're seeing it jump and then it pulls back and it jumps and it pulls back. And it's like this, it, it almost feels like a more stable growth. I think you'll probably see it pull back like dip, but like it's, it really felt like it almost felt fake when it, when it happened last time, like it shot up and then it shot down and it just didn't feel like it ever really shot back up until now we're seeing like that steady growth. And um, so Kyle, would you say right now, I mean, obviously you'd say probably four months ago, five months ago, but would you say right now, like get in if you haven't already gotten in? I mean, the, everyone, you know, when anybody ever asked me about it and they're just like, ooh, should I get it now? Is now a good time? And I'm like, look, the only way, the best way to look at this is, you know, we don't, no one has a magic eight ball that's going to tell you, yes, tomorrow it's going to go up to this. Tomorrow it's going to, or in a week, it'll be that. No, no one knows for sure. Um, you know, as Ivan on tech always says, my uncle doesn't run the market. Your uncle doesn't run the market. We don't know. So I always say, look, if, if your best option and you want to get involved now is always the best time. Sure. And then later, if it dips, if it takes a big correction, you got to use those opportunities as DCA opportunities and, and just bringing your dollar cost average down. And because like with Ethereum, you know, there's a lot of people talking to me about Ethereum right now because you know, the Google searches are, are skyrocketing and that was a big indicator back in 2017, 2018 
of, of the FOMO that was happening and the retail investors that were getting involved with all the Google searches. So the, the dip or the, the huge run up and then the crash, actually the searches mirrored it. So you can kind of see, you can kind of watch these trends and kind of see where we're heading in a sense. Um, but, but the thing is, it's like with Ethereum, and I don't know if I uh, touched bases with you on this, but uh, Ethereum always follows Bitcoin. If you look at the charts in the past, every time it follows it. And, and Bitcoin's generally the leader of whenever these runs happen. So once Bitcoin makes his move, then you'll see the money flowing out of Bitcoin into the altcoins, especially Ethereum. And Ethereum generally is the number one, number one to follow Bitcoin. And then the, then the big caps behind that and then the smaller caps behind that. It kind of mm -hmm. has always gone in these waves. So the fact that Bitcoin already saw over a 100% pump um, from the previous all-time high all the way up to 42K and Ethereum has barely even tapped its, its all-time high. I mean, it passed it by like, what, 30, 40 bucks and it's came back down and it's having a really hard time fighting getting above 1400. But I'm telling you, the moment we close above those levels, do not be surprised if we snap literally in a day to 2000 or 2500. Because if you look at where Bitcoin is and the movements it's made, Ethereum is actually incredibly undervalued right now. It's super undervalued. I mean, a couple months ago, it was disgustingly undervalued and no one even blinked at it, which was mind blowing in itself. But again, it's one of those things where it takes time for the you know people who haven't been in the space to catch on. But the fact that Bitcoin is sitting at, you know, I think it's what, 30, 30 over 34K, that's, that's what 100 and... 65% of its all-time high. So if you take 165% of Ethereum's all-time high, you're looking at like a $21, $2,200 Ethereum right now. Uh, let's say actually, no, you'd be closer to like 23, 2400. So, and that's what I've been telling everybody right now, we're actually super undervalued. You, we should be somewhere in the ballpark between 2000 and 2500 based on the market and where it is right now with Ethereum. So in my opinion, there's not a better time to be getting involved with Ethereum. And actually, if you look at the chart, it's actually just kind of trading in this nice channel that's starting to come to a nice close and eventually it's gonna get squeezed and the breakout's gonna happen. And I think it's gonna happen soon. I mean, I think here's my prediction for the live for you. Let's see what happens. We will write this down and we will come back to it. But I'm telling you right now, by Valentine's Day, we will see a $2,000 Ethereum. That is what I'm gonna say right now, by Valentine's Day. So mark that, write it up send it we'll come back to it and it's gonna happen but that's that's my honest to god thoughts well that will be very very exciting i will yeah. <laughs> i will make sure <laughs> i'm all all over that um so <laughs> so as far as as far as this like the state the future of crypto you like based off of what you've seen you still think we're due a massive year Right. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the year we've all been waiting for ever since ever since uh, the, you know, the previous having, you know, everyone, if you remember previous like pre 2020 summer, the the whole story was the having that was coming in May of 2020. If you remember from like all the way through 2019 to the beginning of 2020, the only thing the majority of people in crypto space were talking about was the having event that was coming having event happened and if you look at the if you look at how the market moved after previous having events you can see like everyone that's been in crypto no know, has known this year was coming and all of this movement was coming it, 
it was not a surprise. I mean, it's cool once you see it happening. It's like, hey, guys, yep. The thing we've been talking about for the last two and a half, three years, yep, here it is. It's coming. You know, it's 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 not a surprise. But when you've, when you've been in this space long enough, you you see these movements and you see what happens and, and you can just kind of get a feel for what happens after certain events and how things move. So right now, if you look, go back and look at 2016 when the halving happened then, and you look at six to 12 months prior of after the halving that happened in 2016, look at, compare the charts to what it looks like right now. It's literally a mirror. We are in the end of 2016 right now, except the only difference is that big institutions are now getting involved and big time players are now getting involved. And, and there's just, it's, it's just a completely different market sentiment than it was back then. Because back in 2017, you had the ICO craze where you had everybody creating a coin out of fucking thin air, calling it, you got fucking pizza coin over here, you got fucking ass coin over here, and it was just like, and they're pumping. And it's like, no one knows why, but it's like, hey, this is awesome. Everyone's making money. And then yeah. the crash happened, and it's like, oh, I guess that wasn't chill. <laughs> but but that that's the difference now is that the whole space has matured. And, you know, there's a lot of different rules now for ICOs and not just anybody can pop something open. Not saying there's not garbage coins out there because, I mean, you see a lot of copycat tokens XRP. out there. Huh? XRP. <laughs> you know, see, XRP is different, though, because XRP is not, not necessarily a copycat or, I mean, to me, it's a shit coin. But that's just because I'm not a fan of the tokenomics of, of how they did it, how they pre-mined their coins, how the yeah. company holds on to over half the you know, supply, all that. There's lots of things that I don't like about XRP, but the reason why XRP is probably not going to go away is because it's been around for so long and it's got a community like Bitcoin where it's a bunch of maximalists that just all praise XRP. So, and and to be honest, they're not to get off topic, but XRP is probably not going to lose that SEC court case. They're going to end up having to come up with a settlement pay the SEC millions, if not billions of dollars, and then they'll move on and they'll come to a common ground. Or if they do end up losing, they'll just transfer everything over and use Flare um, as their new coin and XRP will eventually fizzle out and Flare will be Ripple's new coin. Um, I mean, there's already a bunch of major uh, tier one exchanges that said that they're going to list it and support it, like Coinbase being number one, which is huge. So in my opinion, regardless of what happens there, it, it Ripple's going to be fine they're not going anywhere they have plan a plan b i mean like like i said personally i don't think xrp is going anywhere and i think right now just with everything going on they're just getting a shit end of the stick because mm -hmm. if that case wasn't going on they'd obviously most likely be seeing big big moves right now too but because they're getting delisted on everything they're struggling to to make any ground but not to get too far off topic um yeah i don't, awesome. I don't know yeah, no, that's, but that's, that's great. Like, I don't so remember where I was going with before that, but with the whole XRP ripple thing, I'm just like, I, I just, I know a lot of people have just been involved with it and really believe that it was going to be the bank's coin because it's, you know, borderless fast payments, all this stuff. But the, the tokenomics of it, the, the case that's going on, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. There's just so many better opportunities out there than getting into something like ripple in my opinion. So, so before guys, before we transition real quick, um, I'm running out of battery, but I'm going to make sure we hit all our, all our spots. Uh, before we transition real quick into, uh, into sports cards, I still feel like that's such a weird thing to be talking about, but it, it's, it's legit guys. Um, what kind of name one hot pick 
currently could be something you've already talked about that's not ethereum <laughs> that you you would say hey guys if you're looking look at this coin not saying to invest in it look at this coin which one would you say uh me right now i would say reserve rights rsr okay hands down <laughs> hands down and what what they're doing in allowing in in countries like venezuela um and allowing people to uh here let me back up countries like venezuela where their their national currency is being devalued on such a high high rate and they're mm -hmm. literally going through hyperinflation the fact that rsr is allowing those people to take their their national currency and put it into an app where they can basically store that value and not continue to lose the value on their on their national currency that's like i think i read the thing that was saying that one year uh, it was like in 2019 a cup of coffee in Venezuela was like 6,000 Boliviers. And then the next year, pardon me if I say the name wrong, but that's just always how, how I've said it. Um, and then in 2020, it was like 66,000 Boliviers. So like a cup of coffee went up at the cost of like 11 times. So what, what this company um, Reserve is doing is it's allowing people to take this app and take their, take their Bolivier and deposit it. And then therefore get what's called RSV, which is the reserve dollar that holds a, basically it holds a, a stable, um, a stable value. It's a stable coin of around one US dollar. So what they're able to do is take their Boliviers traded in RSV and hold that in the app for the time being while, you know, whether it's their savings or whether it's just money that they, they don't want to keep in the, in their national currency because it's losing so much value. It allows them to kind of keep that buying power. Um, awesome. and, and, and they're, the main net, the main app is, is on its way. It's coming in, I believe, this quarter of 2021. And when that launches, it's, it's going to be huge. But it's already being used in multiple countries, uh, Venezuela being a big one. And I think it's going to be a really promising project, especially since the, uh, the old PayPal founders are the guys who are behind this project, like Peter Thiel um, and those guys. So it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Okay, so you guys heard it, RSR, definitely check it out. Okay, real quick, because we are running low. If you're listening to this on the podcast, obviously this won't affect you. Instagram Live people, this will affect you. <laughs> um, okay, so transitioning real quick. Obviously, at some point, there are things that I want to talk about in the sports card industry. Um, I love talking about opportunity, especially with three from nine to five. Every, everyone out there is looking for opportunity, but I want to stick to one thing. Kyle, you are the founder, owner, creator of Only Hits Instagram page. Um, if somebody wanted to just start small, not learn how to create a, a card, uh, you know, a card breaking business, but just learn how to invest in cards, right? Like maybe, maybe through Only Hits, mm -hmm. right? To go pick up, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Maybe they land a good one. Uh, how, do they, how do they get in touch with you? How do they sign up? Uh, how do they get involved with that? When, how yeah. do they get the information? I mean, really, it's a lot of, of your own personal research. I mean, I, that's how I did it. I, I, you know, I linked on with another guy who was very involved in sports cards and just kind of, kind of just started watching and learning and just reading um, different articles and seeing uh, what kind of cards are out there and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, my best advice would be find a group. Um, Cardboard Crack on Facebook is the best card group, in my opinion. Um, and it's got a lot of people in there who are super helpful. Um, I also have a, a Instagram page. It's a only hits uh, card group that we have a group chat going and, and it's all, a bunch of guys in there who are super knowledgeable, super helpful, always willing to ask questions or answer people's questions. 
and just always talking about you know different stuff going on in the uh, sports card market it's a it's really exciting it's a lot of fun as far as getting started other than just you know finding what kind of packs are good um or at least you know there's always there's obviously different levels to get involved at um but getting in, involved in breaks is always a great cheaper option that way you don't have to you know spend a couple hundred dollars for an entire box you can spend you know anywhere from 40 to 100 uh, and 20 bucks somewhere in that range to get you know a spot and a break um, for those who don't know a break all that is is where um, you grab a spot say there's 10 spots uh, each spot has three teams if it's a basketball break um, you there's you know x amount of spots you pick one um, the I would if you did it on my break I would run a randomizer and then from there based on what uh, teams land on the spot that you uh, that you chose you'd get three teams and every card that gets pulled out of whatever box we're breaking, those players on those teams that you got would go to you. So uh, it's just kind of a fun way to um, potentially get um, some cool sports cards um, that are potentially worth a lot of money without having to spend the whole money on a box. So uh, it, it's pretty cool. And actually we're running a giveaway right now for February. So if anyone wants to check us out, only hits on Instagram, uh, we're doing an NFL football Panini contenders uh, giveaway. So all you gotta do is like it, like the post, share it on your story, give us a follow, and uh, tag two friends in the comments, and uh, you'll be entered to win uh, a hanger box and five five packs of con NFL Panini contenders. So I love it, and I yeah. and I made sure I I, uh, I put my put my name in the hat on that. And uh -huh. uh, guys, it's it's actually if anything if anything if you're looking just for fun for a fun night, it's so much fun to sit there and watch the randomizer happen and which team you get. Um, it's 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 <laughs> not as fun to see people getting and if you if you get stuck with a couple teams, <laughs> but it is it really is fun. Like I actually had a lot of fun. Um, I, it was so funny because I was like, I was like sitting there, and I was like, oh man, hopefully I get <laughs> Lamelo Ball, and it was not even the correct year of the box we were opening. <laughs> and I, I did, I got, I got Charlotte, and I started like talking shit, and then I realized, oh god, this isn't even the, this isn't even the year. But it was, a, it was <laughs> yeah, a wrong lot year. It was a lot of fun, guys, and and uh, one of my biggest regrets ever was not holding on to my rated rookies. And my cards that my uncle, who had given to me, had never let seen air. And I just didn't know we were going to be dealing with this. Uh, it's frustrating. I'd have my robot legs right now. But regardless, anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Make sure to follow Kyle. Uh, I'll post his Instagram in the podcast episode. Also, go check out Only Hits. It's so much fun. It's a cool way to get your, your, your feet wet in the card industry. Um, and uh, I have a sneaking suspicion it's not really going anywhere other than up. So anytime soon, that's for sure. Yeah. Anytime so anyways, anyways, guys, make sure to subscribe. Uh, like I said, $5 gift card for anyone who goes to iTunes, Apple podcast app, gives us a five-star review, writes a good review, take a screenshot, send it to us. I will email you the, right then, right there on the spot. I will email you a $5 gift card to Starbucks and um, we're, we're trying to hit a hundred. So anyways, guys, take care. And we will talk to you next uh, with Julian Doan. So anyways, take care.